This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. And we've got an amazing guest for you today. Oh, we sure do. Now, most anyone who travels in an RV probably knows about Traveling Robert, especially if you watch YouTube videos. He and his wife, Ely, have traveled all over America, and they're still at it. Yep, his videos have inspired thousands of us to take to the road and see our amazing country. And he is such a nice guy, everyone loves him. He's got a quarter of a million subscribers on YouTube, 30,000 followers on Instagram, 27,000 followers on Facebook, 6,000 followers on Twitter. Wow, that's amazing. Get the picture? Yep. His website is TravelingRobert.com, and he's also a podcaster. And he is a brand ambassador for Winnebago Towables. He was born in Cuba, eventually was able to come to America. Fans love his original music theme, Riding in My RV. Riding, riding in my RV. Wherever I want to be Because I'm free In my RV Yeah, I'm riding Riding, riding I'm riding in my RV My RV Now wait till you hear how he came up with this song That will be later in this podcast So stick around And wait till you hear where we met him <laughs> Traveling Robert Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, it's funny. We actually crossed paths about two years ago. Yeah. Yes. I, I think you remember, right? Do you actually right? remember that? I do remember. And I, of course, you reminded me when you sent me the email a couple of days ago. But I'm like, oh, yeah, these are the folks that I met of all places at the dump station. The yeah, dump at the dump station <laughs> at Picacho Peak That's State what Park. we RVers do. We, we meet at the at the most uh, unusual places. <laughs> yeah, talk about unusual places to meet. Here I am, dumping the gray and black tanks. You pulled in. I didn't realize it was you until Patty came over to me, taps me on the shoulder, and says... That's Traveling Robert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, I had just done that hike up Picacho Peak on the day before. I really like that state park, by the way. Oh, yeah. So oh. you actually did the Hunter's Trail hike? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I went all the way to the top. Yeah. A little sketchy, a little sketchy, but it was totally worth it. Yeah, the same with us. It's like, oh. <laughs> Very sketchy, especially <laughs> yeah. when they say, you know, you really should bring some gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. I did it without gloves and uh, I regretted it, but, uh, you know, once you are halfway up there, you know, you've been hiking for an hour, you're like, okay, might as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. The rest, you know, you right. have to. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So how are you? I know recently you broke your foot, I think. Yeah, at the Q Mountain of all places in Quartzet, you know, you would think, you know, I've done Angels Landing, I've done Yosemite Falls, all this. 
And then it's this it's like a hill, you know, like a quarter mile up. And that's when I, you know, fall down and break my fibula. But, oh. you know, I'm glad. I'm glad, you know, because I was kind of able to to limp back to the car and, you know, eventually get help. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I would imagine yeah. that uh, you you were holed up there in Quartzsite for a few days, right? Well, in Quartzsite, for a couple, at first I thought it was just a sprained ankle, you know, and it was going to get better on it on its own. I was even walking around and stuff and uh but my wife also had an accident she cut her finger you know where well help, helping me cook so we said you know we thought she had like severed a tendon so oh. we said, let's go to and we're in quartzite yeah. and this happens on a weekend the urgent current quartzite of course doesn't open on weekends you know this is a small town as, as, right. as many rvers are there so so we drove up to lake havasu city and uh, then you know they determined that i had a broken fibula and and her finger wasn't didn't require immediate attention where, where we stayed stuck for two weeks was in vegas oh no. i said you know what we're still in Lake Havasu. This is not a big enough city. You know, if we're going get, to get stuck somewhere, I want to be in a place, you know, with Uber and the food delivery and just in case direct flights to Miami, yeah. just in case we, you know, we need to get back home. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's it's not a bad place to get stuck, you know, Las Vegas. But uh, and that's, you know, when they I saw a specialist, they gave me a fashionable boot and uh, and I'm still wearing it to this day, you know, uh, Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Well, you must have been in Vegas the same time we were, Mm because we went right around that same time, too. But it's not like you could really walk around much and just explore, but... No, we didn't. And uh, my wife had to get a crash course on driving and towing the trailer, because she had never really done it, but... And it's, you know, it's my driving leg. That's (laughs) right. All of us drive with our right leg. Of course, you know. (laughs) Okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. How did Ely do driving? That is a long way from Las Vegas to Miami. This is what I, I, I thought. You know, we're in Vegas. Let's start to make it to Kingman. If uh-huh. she can make it to Kingman, it's an hour and a half, you know. And the worst is over, right? Living Las Vegas is probably the worst part for now. Yeah. Uh, I didn't tell her about Dallas or any other places we, we had to <laughs> drive through. So we then we made it to, what's the next the town? Flagstaff. We made it to Flagstaff. Let's let's make it to Gallup. But, you know, we spent that first night in Gallup. <laughs> so, and, and then we did like, you know, four, 425 to 450 miles per day until we made it back to, we have two home bases in Florida, uh, one in North Florida, which is our RVs, uh, RV um, pad, and then eventually made it back to Miami. Oh, glad to hear that. And I'm glad you brought up the RV pad. I had heard that you embarked on an interesting project here where you bought some land and you put in your RV hookups. Yeah, we did that a couple of years ago. You know, there's this other YouTube channel, Average Campers is their name, and they I, I've been watching them for for years and they bought this piece of land. So I contacted him, you know, to let me know, you know, give me the, the, the scoop, you know. And it's this county in northern Florida, the, the Taylor County, which doesn't really have any regulations that, you know, you have to build a house or this size house or whatnot. No, you, it's even in the books that you can have up to four RV sites in one acre of land. So oh, that's said, oh, let's buy one acre of land. And, you know, we slowly, you know, developed it. And um, average campers, uh, Rob and Trish, they helped. And, you know, I met some of the other neighbors and they helped. So it's there now. We have two full hookup sites so far oh that's great well i'll tell you i really love your line 
I have the itch to hitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I invented it, but I, I, I'm taking credit for it. Right, of course. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so where do you think you'll be off to, you know, when you're ready to get back on the road? Well, this, uh, you know, I, I had grand plans to do like a European trip uh, this spring. That's off the, off the table now. But the grand plan that is still on, which is Alaska this, this coming summer. So I'm already oh. planning for that. And hopefully I'll be off this boot in about a week. And then I don't know how, how long it's going to take for me to, to recover. But right. I, I figure by late May, which is when we're leaving for Alaska, it should, I should, we should be fine. Oh, well, that's yeah. great. Now, when you go to Alaska, are you going to go by yourself or are you going to uh, with be a group? with a group? No, we're going by ourselves, just my wife and I. Right. I've watched enough YouTube videos of all the, all the people who did it before us that I'm pretty confident that... It's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, that yeah. is a dream of ours. I know. That's something we <laughs> yeah, definitely want to do. Yeah. Your videos are great. You do a lot of them. How much time do you spend editing and producing them? That must take up a lot of your time. It all depends. You know, it, it depends on, like, like I did the Lewis and Clark uh, trail trip. That took a lot of research, and uh, and I, I, I'm not even going to quantify, you know, how much research went before and after it. But uh, as a rule of thumb, between half an hour and one hour per minute mm -hmm. uh, of, of on-screen video. That makes a it lot of depends. sense. Yeah, if it is just a montage of one camera, you know, me just hiking in the desert, that's going to be a lot quicker than, you know, doing a montage of me driving from point A to point B with three cameras on the roof, one handheld and one pointing at me. So the more cameras you have, as you probably know, the the more it takes to synchronize and, and, and make a coherent story. What do you use for your editing platform? Uh, I started with Final Cut, but uh, but for the past five years, I've been using Adobe Premiere Pro. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's probably the most powerful tool out there. I'll tell you, that's what I use, and I, I love using it. I'm not as good as you are at it, but uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> it, it offers so many different things that you can do, you know? Yeah, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah, and there's a, so, some plugins that you can buy for different effects, and uh, I mean, it's yeah. the sky's the limit. Yeah. I would imagine Ely helps a lot on that. Well, she helps me more like with the logistics, like uh, email and other things. Yeah, she, she this like, for for the most part production is a it's a one man show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You still have your drone? I, my second drone, my first drone, I it's somewhere in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh. Uh, so, so, surrounded by, by dolphins and other wildlife. Yeah, oh, it ended up in the yeah. ocean. Oh. Yeah, it, it was actually when I was uh, looking for property up in Taylor County and I was flying it. You know, we, we are like two miles away from the from the Gulf of Mexico as the crow flies. So I was flying it over the Gulf, you know, the area, flying the area. And, uh, you know, sometimes you lose the connectivity. Yeah. Mm -hmm with the remote and the and the drone and when that happens the drone is supposed to come back and land itself <laughs> right it didn't no. <laughs> so it gave me an excuse to buy the newest and greatest drone at the time you know so. oh, i'm sorry to hear that yeah <laughs> nothing like a good toy you know yeah. you know yeah. one thing uh, uh traveling robert everybody loves your music especially free in my rv i love that song when did you write that Oh, that's uh, b before we had a, our own RV. You know, we rented a couple of times. And mm -hmm. the, 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 actually, the, the road trip that actually triggered me and said, you know, I have to embrace this lifestyle and lifestyle and, and, and buy an RV was when we rented an RV in Denver and we did the Four Corners. You know, we did some of the Utah National Parks and uh, and Arizona and uh, the, all that area, Colorado. And uh, when I came back from that trip, 
I'm one day here in the bathroom taking a shower like you do as you do and I'm like mm -hmm, I'm riding in my RV whatever I jumped out of the shower I grabbed my phone and I recorded it on the memos app and, uh -huh. and that's how it came up and, and eventually I you know I sat in the months after I sat on the keyboard and actually produced it but that, that was the genesis of it all I think you could have had a career in music you know I did I, I was a professional musician for many years but I never did anything like like this composing as much or anything like that you know I, I played keyboard for the local salsa band and mm -hmm. and and then I sang at different nightclubs but that was about it I'm gonna change the subject a bit here you travel a lot you are constantly on the road putting in a lot of miles did you ever break down yeah or get stranded somewhere well the, the worst breakdown was uh, six years ago I you know, when I started uh, RVing, of course, I didn't have the most adequate tow vehicle because, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have the money to buy a brand new truck. So I have this old Kia Sorento that I've had for, I, I had had a time for like 15 years by this time. That, that, and eventually that Kia Sorento uh, decided to break down somewhere in South Carolina. I was able to limp to Mooresville, North Carolina. And before hitting the mountains, I said, this thing is not going to make it. You know, it was uh, misfiring and, uh, and, um, and I got stuck there, and there was a hurricane coming too. So I, oh. I boondocked at the at this uh, mechanic's uh, parking lot uh, for three nights, and uh, and eventually, actually, whatever broke on the Kia luckily was under under warranty because it's a long story. Mm -hmm. They had replaced the engine at a at a previous mechanic, and it was under warranty. So they towed Kia back to Miami. But this gentleman, he uh, he offered me his house. Uh, with full hookups so I could stay there uh, for, for a night or two until I was able to find a rental truck to right. get out of there. So that was probably the worst breakdown because it was several days and they just couldn't figure, you know, it's it's that feeling of being stuck and uh, not being able to. I know, not being able to get back on the road. That's been the worst. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you've rented a lot of RVs <clears throat> before you started getting ready to cough and <laughs> I need my water. I don't have it. Okay. I know you've rented a lot of RVs before you started. So once you got started and you started out with the Mini Winnie, how mm -hmm. many have you had since then? Like, which one are you on now? How many is that? Well, I'm, I'm on Mini Tini 3, as I call them. Uh, and, uh, well, let me backtrack. A couple of years ago, actually right before the pandemic, I started being, a, I became a Winnebago brand ambassador, you know. Okay. I, and you should. I, I, spoke, yes. I spoke to Winnebago. We started, you know, uh, talking to each other about it. And uh, we, the, the deal we made is that I could uh, have a, a brand new trailer every year. You know, I just borrow it. You know, it's not, mm -hmm. it's not okay. mine, but yeah. they would let me borrow a brand new trailer every year or every year and a half or whenever, you know, we decided. <clears throat> I'm the one now. That is, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's contagious. Yes. <laughs> it's good. Now, when you, you you talk uh, a lot, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my, I still own my my original Winnebago, the, my, my 2015 Micro Mini, but okay. uh, I had one that Mini Tini 2, Mini Tini 3 is the one that I have right now. And uh, and as actually, as soon as I'm able to drive, I'm supposed to go up to Indiana to pick up the new Winnebago, which is, and the way we've done it is usually a, a new floor plan, you know, uh -huh. that, that they want to promote and that I like as well. So, so two years ago, it was that the flex model that had the lithium batteries and the solar and all that. And yeah. this year is a, a kind of going back to basics, going to a smaller 
a trailer very similar to the original. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, improved. What do you pull your Mini Winnie with? Well, after an old Kia died, uh, I bought a Chevy Colorado that I had for three and a, f- and a half years. Mm-hmm. wasn't my first choice. It was one of those things that I have to buy a truck, and this is what's available right now. And I, But um, last year, I spoke to this gentleman who is also watches my video. He, he he owns a dealership, Chevy dealership in South Carolina. And he told me, you know, and uh, I'm not going to be able to give you a sponsorship or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get you a deal and I'll get you like exactly what you want. And this is, you know, uh, late last year when all the truck manufacturers were having all these issues with the chips. In fact, my truck is still missing some chips, but now I have a a Silverado, a Chevy Silverado trail bus, because, you know, I I wanted to do a little more off-roading out west, and that was part of the plan for this January trip before I broke my leg (laughs) to do do some of so. It's a pleasure to talk to you. We're talking with Traveling Robert. Do you get recognized a lot? I would imagine you do, huh? Sometimes I do, even here at at home base in Miami, I go to a supermarket. Sometimes people will recognize me, but nothing beats like going to an RV show. And when I go to an RV show or something like that, you know, it almost feels like I'm a celebrity because everybody, you know, everybody stops me every 10 seconds. So it really depends. Even in some states, I think I have uh, I'm more recognized that, than other states. Like mm-hmm. for some reason, Ohio, you know, a lot of people seem to know me in Ohio. We're from Ohio. That's right. And we've got a big audience in oh, Ohio. Yeah. So I'm sure you're going to get recognized even more when you go back there. Yeah. Now, how about when you go to campgrounds and RV parks? Do you get recognized a lot there? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes, not always. It'll happen at least uh, once, especially if I stay for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, someone. Sometimes even the campground owners have recognized me, you know, like... uh, when I, when I walk at the you know at the front desk probably your voice is recognizable too as soon as you start to talk then it's like that too, oh wait yeah. a minute my voice and my accent before yes. before they see me they, they hear me i'm like hey yeah, there he is. yeah. that's right <laughs> well it's a great accent and yeah. and not only that but uh, you have a fantastic personality i oh, mean yeah. people just absolutely love you mm. and i and i think that that's because you know you're absolutely real how long do you see yourself doing this? Do you ever think about, well, maybe I'll settle down or, you know, what? Uh, what's the future for uh, Traveling Robert? I might have to slow down eventually, but uh, as long as I am physically and mentally able to do it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm traveling. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. You know, after a long day of driving, sometimes I like to just sit back with a nice cold beer, an IPA, and I know you like those as well. Do you have a favorite? Oh, it's That's hard to... It began years ago. You know, I started drinking IPAs from mm-hmm. different breweries here and there. So I don't know. I don't, I don't have one, mm-hmm. uh, really. I don't... I, actually, I'm going to go for my for my local favorite. It's a Florida beer. It's uh, Cigar City Highlight. Oh, oh. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not but, a sponsor. you know, it's... <laughs> so you've been all over the place. We see it on your YouTube videos. You've been everywhere. But I'm sure there's places you haven't been yet. Where haven't you been that you'd like to go? Well, I haven't really explored uh, certain states. I've been to all the lower 48, and I've been to Alaska in the past, too. I haven't been to Hawaii, but Hawaii, I don't see it. I'm sorry, Hawaiians, if you're listening, it's not like my priority. There are certain parts of of states like Arkansas, for example. I've never been to the Ozarks, to the Lake of the Ozarks or anything like that. The North Shore of Lake Superior in Minnesota. Little 
parts of different states like that. Like my mom tells me, you know, you, you're going again to Arizona. Like, you know, I've, I've been to Arizona, what, five, six, seven times. But still in Arizona, there are so many places that I haven't been to. So right now, I, I think I checked off most of the highlights of, you know, the, like, of, of each state. But now I want to explore, you know, a little more of the beaten path as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know this is a tough question. Do you have a favorite place? Is there a place that has stood out to you? To visit or to stay? I think to, to, uh, or to live. Probably to visit that a place that you visited that you thought, wow, yeah, okay. Uh, I've been to many places, but still in my mind, uh, nothing beats the Grand Canyon. It never gets oh, old. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but once you go to the South Rim and ignore the thousands of people that are there with you, yeah. when you stand there at Mother Point before, you know, that grandeur, and uh, it never gets old. And, uh, you know, it never gets old. It, it doesn't. And you do. You stand there and you just look and you think, how did this happen? This is just so yeah. incredible. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Well, in all the years that you've been traveling and, you know, places you've been, what are some of the changes that you've noticed over the years, especially with a big RV trend that has taken off? I mean, there's certainly a lot more people RVing out there. Yeah. Prices have go, gone up, you know. Oh yeah. There, there, there's there's no $25 KOA anymore. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. that, that does not exist. Uh, there may be a state park here and there, but but yeah, no, that, besides that, and it's, uh, a sad trend uh, will be maybe not as many places to overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of more and more places say no overnight parking, no overnight, you know, and uh, right. we're getting less and less Walmarts, less and less rest areas. So, right. and sometimes you just want to you know, overnight, you know, arrive at, at sunset and depart at sunrise, you know. And uh, a lot of places don't do that anymore. Yeah. But I know you're a big planner. You say plan, 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 correct? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I used to be. I used to be. Now now I plan like my main route, like my like the upcoming trip to Alaska. I'm micromanaging that one a little more. Mm-hmm. But like uh, when I go to places where I n- know that I'm going to be able to find camping last minute, I just wing it. You know, I, I, I know I want to be at a certain place on a certain date, but what happens between point A and point B, I, I leave it a little more to chance. Yeah. These days, That's a good know? way to do it because it's so hard to yeah. make reservations if you've got a long mm. route because yeah. anything can change along the way and then you got a mess on your yeah. hands because you got to change yeah. everything. So yeah. I tried before I was doing this full time before when I was a weekender or just uh, having that one week vacation that I had to cram everything into. Yeah, I was the super. You know, I planned it to 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 the hour and minute, but uh, now that we have a little more time, but. I, we don't need to do it anymore. We want to thank you for your time. It is a pleasure to talk to you and have you on our podcast. You have inspired so many people. Do you realize what you have done for this trend? Sometimes it is hard to imagine still, but uh, then I, I get the emails from people when I meet people in person, you know, and they tell me how what I do, you know, has inspired them to get out of the couch, you know, and, uh, and start uh, traveling or or even if they cannot travel, you know, being able to travel vicariously through through what I do, it's um, it's it's sometimes it is hard to to believe, you know. I'll tell you, our hat is off to you because you started off. You you were born in Cuba, and you could barely get a book about photography, but that's what you loved, and you eventually overcame all your obstacles. 
and you're doing what you love. Yes, yeah, I, I consider myself very fortunate, very privileged to to be able to to you know, after so many years, you know, fulfill all my dreams. Well, on that note, we'll let you get back to work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am stuck here at home with a broken leg, but luckily I had some videos from last summer that never got edited, and that's what I'm doing right now. So make sure you say a special hello to Ely from us. I will, will, and thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Take care and yep. and safe travels. Safe travels. All right, thank you. Same to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Traveling Robert. And by the way, since this podcast has been recorded, he's gotten the boot off and he can walk again. Not too much can stop him. He'll be back to traveling in no time. Like he says, he's got the itch the hitch. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow us at rockingthervlife.com, on Instagram at rockingthervlife, and Jeff Kinsbach on Facebook. See you back here next week. Hey, you know what sounds really good right now? Hmm. A cold microbrew. Ooh, count me in. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.